John Wright. BBC. Uh, just gone half past eight, we like to share with you some brand new writing on the show about this time. Uh, this is all courtesy of Inc, which promotes new writing for the stage and radio. Uh, they're preparing for the Inc Festival 2021, which will be uh, in Halesworth. Uh, our piece for you tonight, uh, so these are duologues uh, they put out a request for, uh, is written uh, by Justin Morosa. It's performed by Justin Morosa as well, uh, and also Julian Robinson, and is called Only Dogs and Horses. Just because a dog's born in a stable, it doesn't make it a horse. Don't let it bother you, Verna. We've had our hearts turned inside out since we've been here. They can taste and bathe in our culture, but we have to digest their spit and vomit. When you had this dream of England... I was willing to walk barefoot to be with you. Yes, England isn't a bed of roses, but eventually they will have to accept these black and brown petals. Doreen, this doesn't feel like a dream anymore. It feels more like an hallucination. Deja vu, but we still hope and wait for change. The longer we wait, we become disconnected from a generation of fading voices. We give in to dreams that aren't for us. My father said that we should have stayed in America. But look at what is happening there. Martin would have wanted you to stay here and fight. Doreen, they kill the man. I wait in hopes that you'll hold on to my stare so we can figure out things together. Look at me, Verna. I want to scream sometimes, but I'm afraid. I'm afraid nobody will hear. You can't afford to be afraid. I'm having your baby. Only Dogs and Horses, uh, written by Justin Morosa, performed uh, by Justin Morosa as Pastor Lee and Julian Robinson as Doreen. Justin joins me on the line. Good evening. Hello, good evening. How are you? I'm doing all right. Um, uh, <laughs> it must have been so, so difficult for uh, people arriving and and that dream not being as it was sold, maybe. Uh, tell me about, about writing this. Yeah, this is a tribute to my grandparents who um, are part of the Windrush generation. And it's a really a tribute to them. It's actually my granddad was a pastor my nan's a pastor and it just um touches on their journey which i didn't really know about until later on in life um because i sometimes feel there's no real oral communication of what they actually went through um i found out through a play that i performed just what the windrush generation went through and i just feel i wanted to talk about it and write about it really so is that because the um, there's there's pride there? There's not wanting to kind of pass the the trauma on, you know, and uh, yeah, it's 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 a, a complicated piece of our history. Yeah, I think it's a. I think it is that. I think trauma is definitely the right word. I feel though, if we knew about some of the struggles they went through, it would definitely probably empower another generation. And I think. Um, 
we probably need more intergenerational projects where we can get young and older people together, not just from black culture, but across the board, just to really understand the journey of this country and how it's made up and how it was built and just how to survive sometimes, you know? And, and you've touched on it in, in the piece, but uh, not only have you got the problems day to day facing, um, you know, the, the discrimination and um, the violence in uh, a very racist culture, um, you've, you've got mm-hmm. that fear that you're missing what you left behind or, or the other journeys that you could have had. Yeah, I feel that like my grandparents were really brave, and I think the Windrush generation were brave to come, and some of them are leaving their children behind. My mum was left, and she she didn't come in until she was 12, but she was um, left in Jamaica and never got to meet up with her parents, and by the time she did, she didn't really necessarily know them because her grandparents grew them up. So um, there is that um, feeling of abandonment from my mother at times, and just that journey of what they really had to go through, people being put on a plane or a boat at 10 years old, by themselves you know what i mean you hear all these stories but we don't really appreciate it um and so one of the one of the statements at the beginning was um just because a dog's born a stable doesn't make it a horse and i feel it's also about identity and it's also about being born here and then still not necessarily being accepted here and i think some of us and there's 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 some people in the community that still believe or don't really feel as British as they should be, even though they love being British. Or um, for me in particular, I feel British anywhere apart from here sometimes. If I go to Jamaica, I'm British. If I go to America, they'll hear my accent and I'm British. But here sometimes, just by microaggressions and just things that have happened to me in my journey, sometimes it's not always that great feeling about being British. And I love being British. It's part of my DNA, so. Yeah. Well, I, I love being British as well, but uh, it, it is a, a, a complicated um, uh, heritage uh, sometimes. I, I think yeah. it's, it's really interesting that you talked about the power of um, learning about um, history through a play uh, and obviously this piece of writing and others and, and the important mm-hmm. role that the arts have in in sharing um, and giving common ground and, 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 you know, factual information about what happened. Um, it has been very mm-hmm. interesting to see the reaction to the, I, I don't know if you saw it, the diversity dance on Britain's Got Talent on, on ITV, yeah. um, which in, included the Black Lives Matter motifs, but ultimately it's a, it's a yeah. dance. And I don't know, some 15,000 people can Complaining, but also the the opposition to people complaining. It's 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 still quite a, a, a astounding. What what do you make of all that? I think it's quite crazy. I think I think I feel like I've been asleep because I think you know I come from London where it's very diverse. So I don't expect some of these things to happen. I know it goes on, but I mean even just Marcus Rashford take for, for example fighting child poverty and. You know, we always have a go at our footballers, but when they do something positive, we have politicians going against them and questioning their childhood. Um, and just lots of different things are kind of rising to the surface. If if, if it was Rashford and Sterling abroad, um, brawling with police officers, we'd, we wouldn't hear the end of it. So I just think there's a... Just the way we're treated here, even the ones that are celebrated, needs to be examined. 
and yes that examining is a is a difficult and um and slow process but there that there has to be um it has to be talked about and, and i'm not sure we're, we're still able to talk about it with any degree of of maturity certainly not on social media <laughs> yeah i mean i don't want to be all negative i, I really want to thank ink festival for really championing me and supporting me um and I've come into different contact with different organisations that have reached out to me recently because of the Black Lives Movement, Black Lives Matter movement, and wanting to really find out how they can do better. Do you know what I mean? So, and and the conversations are open. So I don't necessarily think it's all a bad thing and doom and gloom. I just think we need to not end the conversation, and there needs to be more than just protest, and there needs to be action and proaction. To some people to be more proactive, as it were. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> that is a, a positive note to finish on. Thank you very much. Uh, Justin Rosa, uh, author of Only Dogs and Horses, uh, also performed alongside uh, Julian Robinson. Uh, if you go to inkfestival.org, you can find out more, and we'll have more uh, duologues to share with you uh, at about half past eight tomorrow. <laughs>